Welcome to the Self-Care Goddess Podcast, brought to you by me, Rita Savoya, founder of Savoya Self-Care Holistic Wellness. I'm a certified nutritionist and a holistic wellness coach for midlife women who want to rediscover their happier, sexier selves naturally without pills or side effects so that they can thrive as they age. I'm also the creator of the Savoya Self-Care Method, empowering women to nurture heart, mind, and body for transformative results. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to help millions of midlife women become their own health heroes. As a woman entrepreneur and a caregiver to aging parents, I fully understand the many responsibilities and generally stressful times women are living through these days, often suffering in silence, misunderstood, and putting themselves last. That's why each week I will be here for you, guiding you on your personal wellness journey, sharing expert advice from thought leaders on natural, practical, and simple solutions to help you thrive during the midlife transition. Get ready to listen to inspiring conversations about all things wellness, nutrition, mindset, mental health, fasting, hormones, menstrual cycle awareness and sinking, ancient healing strategies like meditation, mindfulness and breath work, and spirituality. Every month, I will also be featuring a small to medium-sized business to help spread the word on the amazing work they're doing so we can support them. And now, without further do let's get ready to rumble happy listening hello my beautiful self-care goddesses and welcome to another exciting episode of the savoya self-care goddess podcast so as you may have uh, listened to the previous recorded podcast episode it was all about the connection between the food you eat and how that affects how you feel, which manifests into your mood. So that is whole, the whole food mood connection through the gut brain connection. But I'm compelled, compelled to share with you what are the top nutrients, right? For mental health and the foods that contain them. Because I mean, it's great to know that there's a connection, but what do I do about it? So that's why I did the research for you, hours and hours of research. And I, came up with, um, well, I didn't come up with this, but there was research that was conducted by Dr. Drew Ramsey and Laura Lachance. And basically they came up with these 12 nutrients that are necessary for proper mental health. And, and then what I did was I looked at, okay, what are the foods that contain these nutrients. And so now you're going to get a list of not only the nutrients, because that's awesome to know, but more practical is, okay, what foods do I buy at the grocery store so that I can put together an awesome meal that will actually help to calm your anxiety, right? And to calm your anxious brain, improve your mood, and even end some of your cravings, right? What are these tasty recipes to calm your mind, right? With these foods that you can buy at the grocery store, right? So these that's exactly what this episode is about. It's about what are the top nutrients for mental health and what foods contain them. So now these top nutrients and the food that contains them are based on the research that was conducted by Dr. Drew Ramsey and Laura Lachance. So you can look at this research, it's totally available. And the aim of the research was to investigate which foods are the most nutrient-dense sources of nutrients 
demonstrated by the scientific literature to play a role in the prevention and promotion of recovery from depressive disorders. So their research was an evidence-based nutrient profiling system for depression. They looked specifically at antidepressant foods. So through a systemic literature review, they derived a list of antidepressant nutrients from 34 nutrients known to be essential for humans. And the research identified the most nutrient-dense individual nutrients to prevent and provoke recovery from these depressive disorders and symptoms. So are you ready? These 12 nutrients are folate, iron, long-chain omega-3. So this is your EPA and your DHA, magnesium, potassium, selenium, thiamine, which is your vitamin B1, vitamin A, vitamin B6, vitamin B12, vitamin C, and last but most definitely not least is zinc. So the highest scoring foods were bivalves such as oysters and mussels, uh, various seafoods and organ meats for, for animal foods. And the highest scoring plant foods were, you guessed it, leafy greens. Now there's another reason why to eat your leafy greens, lettuces, peppers, and cruciferous vegetables. So in order to make it easier for you to include these nutrients in your daily diet, I've compiled a list of the top 10 food sources with the highest density of each of these 12 nutrients and also some of my favorite, okay? Because I referred to myfooddata.com and some of the foods that were on there, uh, I didn't actually agree with for various reasons, but I'm sure uh, you'll get to know my reasons as you listen listen to some more of my podcasts. But anyway, so they're definitely nutrient dense and they're definitely some of my favorite foods. So when it comes to folate, which is vitamin B6, it is probably the most popular nutrient that most pregnant women are familiar with because it prevents birth deformities like spina bifida and supports healthy fetal development. Folate has a role in the formation of hemoglobin and DNA synthesis as an important methyl donor for methylation, which is basically a process critical for healthy bodily functioning. So an important fact about folate is that there is a large population of people, about 40% of us, that may have a genetic predisposition of the MTHFR gene mutation. What does that mean? Which may lead to high levels of homocysteine. And what is homocysteine is a vascular marker of inflammation, right? So it's no, we don't want high levels of homocysteine in the blood. And that may indicate a deficiency and a higher chance of developing certain diseases. And low levels of folate influencing your body to produce neurotransmitters in a major, is a major mechanisms in anxiety and depression. So that is why it's recommended to ensure that if you're supplementing with folate to use the methylated form. And I'm going to actually recommend using the methylated form of a couple more of these nutrients that I, um, I'm going to list through today. However, I always say food first. So really, really try to get your nutrients from the food first. But you'll notice that I will recommend some supplementation because our soil is so depleted of these nutrients, well, more minerals than nutrients that you actually need to supplement. There is no question about it. It will not be in your food, even if you're eating very healthy local food because it's just not in the soil. All right. So another important fact about folate, ladies, and listen up is that birth control depletes this very important vitamin. So adequate levels of folate are required for the production of neurotransmitters like serotonin, 
So that's your feeling of well-being and happiness, right? Serotonin also reduces anxiety and stress. GABA, which is your feel-good inhibitory compound, and it's a natural anti-anxiety um, uh, effects. And stress-responding dopamine, which is that excitatory compound playing an important role in reward mechanism and motivation. So norepinephrine as well. So folate plays a role in the production of norepinephrine, which increases arousal and alertness. And epinephrine, which is basically adrenaline, which is a hormone release in the bloodstream in response to physical and mental stress. So these are all key for mental health. Now, signs of folate deficiency are depression, forgetfulness, hostility, apathy, and paranoia. Now, what are the top 10 foods? Here we go. Drum roll, please. Okay. Edamame, which is the green soya beans, right? Lentils, asparagus, spinach, broccoli, avocados, mangoes, lettuce, sweet corn, and oranges. So please, whenever possible, make sure it's organic, non-GMO, preferably even local, and make sure it's in season, right? So now you have these top 10 foods and you'll notice that a lot of the foods will repeat. So that is a bonus because then you can just buy it once and know that it's actually, it has a lot more than just that one nutrient, right? That's what we call very nutrient-dense foods. Number two is iron. Now, iron is an important master mineral used to transport oxygen in the body in the form of hemoglobin. So it boosts immunity and reduces fatigue. That's why sometimes when you're super tired, they'll check your iron levels. So iron is stored in the body and it's bound to the protein ferritin in the liver. So that's the site of iron storage. The spleen, which is a site of recycling of red blood cells, and the bone marrow, the site of production of red blood cells. So a slight deficiency can cause anemia and is associated with, like I mentioned before, fatigue and weakness, and a chronic deficiency can actually lead to organ failure. So make sure that if you do feel tired for no apparent reason, then go check your iron levels, right? But too much iron, and this is one that I don't recommend supplementing for sure, unless you're working with a professional healthcare practitioner and you're checking your levels, you're actually testing your levels because it can be toxic and lead to harmful free radicals interfering with metabolism, causing damage to organs like the heart and the liver. And we don't want that. So what are the top 10 iron whole foods? Drum roll, please. I actually need to get a drum roll, <laughs> a drum. So top 10, beef. Um, so it's skirt steak, shellfish. Now make sure it's grass-fed beef, right? Shellfish, oysters, dried fruits like apricots, large white beans, spinach, baking chocolate. So the unsweetened kind, yay. And chocolate does come up again. So yay for chocolate. Quinoa, white button mushrooms, those cute little mushrooms. Uh, squash and pumpkin seeds, dried herbs such as thyme, parsley, spearmint, black pepper. And uh, oh my gosh, I'm growing so much parsley in my backyard right now. It's amazing. I just had a really lovely tabbouleh salad with some quinoa. But yeah, so I kind of really checked off my iron supplementation today through food because I had quinoa and, um, and parsley. All right, number three. Omega-3. So these are essential polyunsaturated fatty acids, so EFAs, that do not get stored as fat. 
So yay, and play an important part of cell membrane and increase membrane fluidity, which is a great thing, right? We want that. So consumption of EFAs support learning ability and play an important role in brain development and growth. It's a known well, it's now actually well-known, well-researched that omega-3s from fish oil, so the EPA and the DHA, are effective for alleviating depression. Their anti-inflammatory properties aid cognitive performance and memory, PTSD, bipolar disorder, AD and ADHD. So fats in general, by the way, aid in neurological function, right? Which support the signaling of neurotransmitters, right? Boosting nerve transmission, synaptic communications. This is how our nerve cells talk to each other um, and adrenals. So it helps reduce stress. So higher blood levels of fish oil are associated with increased brain volume as well. So what are the top 10 omega-3 whole foods? Flax seeds, chia seeds, freshwater salmon, walnuts, edamame. Oh, they come back, they come up again. Shellfish, oysters, that comes up again. Navy beans, Brussels sprouts. Ooh, I love Brussels sprouts baked in the, in the oven. Yum, yum. Avocados, that came up again. And hemp seeds. All right. Number four, magnesium is by far one of my favorite essential minerals. So, why? Because it's involved in over 300 enzymatic pathways. It's actually deemed the original chill pill as it directly works to suppress cortisol and a deficiency can increase anxiety and stimulation of cortisol. So it's an excellent mood stabilizing mineral. It functions as a natural relaxant by relaxing skeletal muscle as well as smooth muscles of blood vessels and in the GI tract. So diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, and inflammation are all linked to magnesium deficiency. And guess that, guess what? Over 68% of Americans are estimated to be deficient. And I'm sure that's very similar picture in, in Canada. So a diet high in unhealthy fats, meat, phosphorus, which is what is in pop, right? Or Coke or any soda, alcohol. Yep. Sorry, ladies, but high, a diet high, right? And in, in these things, sugar, caffeine, diuretics, and stress can all decrease your magnesium levels and the magnesium absorption. So unfortunately, like I, like I mentioned earlier, this is one of mineral that is definitely not in our soil any longer. It's really sad. This powerhouse mineral is not, is not found there. So due to its also due to its low risk of toxicity, it's one of the very few minerals that I recommend supplementing, even if you eat a diet rich magnesium, right? So I highly recommend also to make sure, cause there's like seven different types of magnesium. So it really depends what sort of, what is your objective when it comes to magnesium? I prefer the bisglycinate, which is the easier, more absorbable form of magnesium, but really you need to work with a health um, practitioner because they'll be able to recommend the right one for you. So don't just, just, don't just go buy it. Make sure that you are really focusing on what the objective is and even in terms of your symptoms, and then we'll be able to actually help you with the right magnesium, right? Because there's some that help with the bowel movement, right? So it really depends on the type of magnesium. Funny story, 
my sister, and she's going to kill me for saying this, but she will take magnesium and she, it'll really, it really works like a sleeping pill for her. It'll really relax her to the point where she has these amazing night sleeps. So if she doesn't take it, she doesn't sleep as well. So it's really relaxes her to the T. So if you, but another thing I highly recommend when it comes to magnesium is Epsom salt baths, right? Because Epsom salt is magnesium sulfate. And uh, the baths are a very, very simple way to absorb magnesium It relax your muscles, reduce anxiety and prepare for sleep, right? So I highly recommend doing it an hour before bed instead of watching Netflix, right? Or being on your phone. But if you're not a, a bath person or you may not have a bath, you don't have access to one, the benefits are just as awesome by doing a foot soak, right? So please go ahead and buy yourself some Epsom salts. All right. What are the top 10 magnesium whole foods? Drum roll. Number one, spinach. Two, squash and pumpkin seeds. Lima beans or lima beans. Tuna. Now with tuna, be very careful. I was kind of hesitant to put that up there just because it's a big fish. So the toxicity levels usually in tuna are quite high. And you know me, I don't like to, I want to minimize or mitigate toxicity in our bodies. So Use tuna, like I say, once a month, you know, so that it's not every day, right? Brown rice, almonds. Here comes dark chocolate again, 85%, at least 85% cocoa. Avocados are back, bananas and buckwheat. Number five, potassium. Potassium is an essential nutrient used to maintain fluid and electrolyte balance in the body. It's necessary for electrical conductivity in the brain and nerves as well. It delivers oxygen and transports, here we go, serotonin in the brain, improves cognitive function, it ameliorates depression, insomnia, mental fatigue, anxiety, mood swings, nervous system disorders, and confusion. So a diet high in alcohol, here it comes again, same, kind of same four. <laughs> Coffee, sugar, and diuretic drugs cause potassium potassium losses. So what are the top 10 foods high in potassium? Oh, by the way, these are whole foods, right? I tried to really uh, farm to table. Remember my um, philosophy, right? I don't want it processed or at least, you know, the least amount of processing. So these are usually whole foods that I went and, and picked out. So top 10 foods. Number one, beet greens. Number two, freshwater salmon. Number three, large white beans. Number four, avocados. They're really taking the, the, the cake here, right? And sweet potatoes, um, acorn squash, white button mushrooms. Here they are again, mushrooms, bananas, tomatoes, but cooked and Swiss chard cooked. Oh, Swiss chard. I grew that in the garden too. Oh yes, super, super yummy. So worthy of mention that I did not include processed foods such as fortified cereals, right? Common allergens. So I, I'm really limiting the the dairy that I put on here, but sometimes whey, dairy, um, the whey, which is a protein in the dairy is really beneficial for anti-anxiety. So I did put it in, um, in a couple of places, but I am avoiding these highly processed foods as well as common allergens and foods that are high in estrogen like tofu, because you'll know if you go and research foods high in certain nutrients, then to tofu comes up a lot, but I try to, to steer, steer away. If you're going to have tofu, you might as well have tempeh because it's the fermented version. All right. Number six, selenium. Now, selenium is an essential trace mineral and it plays an important role in DNA synthesis, immune and 
reproduction system and thyroid function support. So super, super essential for us. And it's a trace mineral. So we don't need big amounts. That's what trace mineral means. Now it elevates mood and prevents cognitive decline and brain aging. So it is an anti-aging longevity nutrient due to its antioxidant powers oxidative powers and works closely together with vitamin E and other antioxidants. Now it's a building block used to make glutathione, which is, you know, our mother antioxidant, right? Reducing oxidative stress in the body and brain. So selenium uh, status has been inversely related to frequency and severity of anxiety depression, and chronic fatigue. So you're probably asking, all right, tell me what are the top 10 high selenium whole foods. Drum roll. Number one, Brazil nuts. Number two, shellfish. Here comes the oysters again. Sardines, yum, yum. Halibut uh, fish, mackerel, lean chicken breast, shrimp, mushrooms. So the shiitake, uh, portobello, and cremini, asparagus, and red cabbage. Yay. Wow. I can think of some awesome, awesome recipes, really tasty recipes that include almost all of these, like a nice paella, I'm thinking, you know, paella, paella, you know, something like that. Maybe minus the chicken because I don't need chicken, but yeah, something along those lines would be awesome. All right. Oh, and yes, for Brazil nuts, very expensive super yummy, but they're huge. And really all you need is three Brazil nuts to give you your recommended daily value of selenium, which is about 200 mg. So just three Brazil nuts a day. That's all I do. And, um, and then I know I've, I'm taking the right amount of selenium for the day. All right. Number seven is vitamin B1. Now vitamin B1 is an essential nutrient that has a key metabolic role in the cellular production of energy from glucose. So it actually, it's being used up when we turn, when we turn uh, glucose to energy. When it comes to nerve function, it helps to synthesize important neurotransmitters like acetylcholine. Now, what is acetylcholine? Is a, it's known for its role in memory, concentration, and cognitive um, reasoning as it signals brain communication. Now, thiamine, which is vitamin B1, also helps to prevent Alzheimer's regulates nervous system, assists with energy metabolism, boosts immunity, and is especially useful for people who are fatigued due to chronically low blood pressure. So what are the top 10 high whole foods in vitamin B1? Number one, Brazil nuts, again, freshwater salmon, flax seeds, navy beans, green peas, brown rice, again, mm -hmm, acorn squash, asparagus, mussels, and cassava. Have you tried cassava? Oh my, it's so good. Um, in Mexico, it's very popular. So when I was there for a couple of months, I was eating a lot of it. And I guess it's um, it tastes very similar. Well, it looks very similar to sweet potatoes. Um, it tastes very similar to a potato. It's a root vegetable, um, but it's a lot more nutrient for you than sweet potatoes, to be honest, and regular potatoes. So really, really yummy. And um, they also make chips out of it. So you can totally make chips and put it in the oven. And oh, yes, I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> All right. Number eight is vitamin A. Now, vitamin A is a fat soluble vitamin. What does that mean? It means that it requires fat to dissolve, for lack of a better word, and be usable in the body. It supports normal cell production, 
sorry, reproduction. It's required for maintenance of good vision, immune system function, and keeping your skin healthy. Hence the retinol in most of these skin creams, right? That's vitamin A. So it is also a powerful antioxidant protecting cell membranes and tissue linings from free radical damage. Deficiency shows us the inability to guess, guess why, guess how. Now you can actually test this with your partner or your kids is the inability to see well in the dark, also known as dark blindness. Now, before you shut your lights and you check and you test your levels of vitamin A, please, please, again, work with a healthcare or health provider, practitioner, your nutritionist, or whoever it is that you're working with, your naturopath or your doctor, because do not supplement, I repeat, do not supplement fat-soluble vitamins. Why? Because they're fat-soluble, your body does not excrete them, right? So you may, um, they get stored in fat, and then you may have a toxicity level. So please do not supplement unless you are getting tested or you're working and you're, and you're working with a practitioner. So this is just sort of a fun way to kind of see and then say, Hey, you know what, doc? I can't really see well that well in the dark. So do you, do you mind checking my vitamin A? All right. So what are the top 10 high vitamin A whole foods? Carrots, butternut squash, sweet potato, cantaloupe. Hmm. I wonder what these things have in common. Yes. They're orange, yellowy, pigment, right? So that's what contains the vitamin A. Spinach, lettuce, red bell, bell peppers, and pink pink grapefruit, broccoli, and egg. Now remember pink grapefruit in general. Remember if you are taking some meds to double check with your doctor, okay? Because there are some contra uh, indications when you're taking grapefruit because it will actually slow down the metabolization of the, or the breakdown of the meds, okay? So that's what it does in, um, in, in the liver. All right, vitamin B6, pyridoxine. Vitamin B6 is a water-soluble vitamin. So what does that mean? Remember fat-soluble? It's, uh, it's helped if it's dissolved um, with fat. So water-soluble, it's easily dissolved in the body and the kidneys remove excess amounts by excreting it in the urine from it in the urine. So it is a cofactor necessary for activating amino acids into neurotransmitters that aid in mental stability, including dopamine, serotonin, GABA, and melatonin. So B6 in ample amounts can reduce homocysteine. So there's that homocysteine again, support antioxidant levels, which reduce inflammation and combining with serine to produce the powerhouse antioxidant here it comes again, the mother of antioxidants, glutathione. So interesting, fun fact, okay? Your dreams and your dream recall serve as a good indicator of your need for vitamin B6. So you should be dreaming and remembering your dreams most nights, right? And if you don't remember your dreams or if you have disturbed, stressful or weird dreams or nightmares, you probably need more vitamin B6. So supplementing with vitamin B6 will improve your dream recall and quality. Um, but important to know is if you decide to supplement with B6, ensure that you use the activated. So there's that methylated form again, right? Known as P5P. So that's already activated pyridoxal 5-phosphate, right? So to ensure, why do we want that? So to ensure better absorption and utilization. 
Um, but it works best when taken with magnesium, zinc, B2, and other B vitamins. So I would highly recommend taking a B complex, right? For maintenance purposes. Now, if with this whole thing about the dreams, it would be a cool experience. Now, I'm not worried about um, being toxic levels of B6 just because it is water soluble. So like we said, the body's so brilliant that your kidneys will remove the excess amount through urine, but we don't obviously want to pee expensive urine. So again, work with a practitioner and get these levels tested. But if you kind of want to do an experiment on your own, see if supplementing with a B6 will actually help you remember your dream, have dreams, remember your dreams and more pleasant dreams. And then you know that you have enough V6 in your body, but again, work with a practitioner. So what are the top 10 high vitamin B6 whole foods? Wild caught salmon or fresh water salmon, lean chicken, turkey or turkey. Here's sweet potatoes again, bananas again, avocados. Wow, I think I'm, my shopping list is, is coming along quite nicely. Pistachio nuts, baked Brussels sprouts, yum, yum. Spinach, cooked potatoes with skin, okay? And carrots, ooh, carrots came up again. All right, vitamin B12. Cobalamin. So vitamin B12 is a necessary water-soluble vitamin for making DNA and creating energy in our cell. It's manufactured by the human intestinal bacteria and essential for the metabolism of the nerve tissues and the health of the whole nervous system. It is essential for mental health. Full stop. It's essential for the maintenance of brain tissue and neurotransmitters. It has the most significant research backing its role in reducing anxiety and supporting healthy neurological function. It has a vital role in the production of myelin. Now, myelin is the pr protective coating on our nerves. It's called the myelin uh, sheath. So low stomach acid, as well as stress and the increased use of antacids or antiacids and heartburn medications, as well as a poorly, uh, I don't know what, uh, administered or followed vegan diet, put you at risk for B12 deficiency. So important that you're going to, so it's important that you should supplement, right? If you have any of those issues, right? I recommend again, supplementing with methylated version of B12. So look for in the actual ingredients, if it's a multivitamin or a B complex, look for methyl cobalamin supplements. Okay. In the supplement. Now, when you see, this is actually a really cool a trick. So for example, if you look up, <clears throat> I'm not going to mention any names, but <clears throat> Centrium um, at Costco, and you look up what B12 they use, you'll notice that they'll use the cobalamin. And that's usually an indication of the quality of the entire cocktail of supplements that they use. Because it, everybody knows now, most people know that if you want a more absorbable methylated form is super important or else you're literally just wasting your money. So make sure you look for the methyl in front of the cobalamin. All right. So what are the top 10 vitamin B12 whole foods? Number one, clams. 
king crab, organ meats, scallops. I love scallops. So I'm just thinking here, brown rice with scallops. I really like that. Cod. Oh, mm, mm, mm. I have some, um, well, I have family that's Portuguese as well as some really dear friends. So we love our bacala, um, especially during the holidays. Eggs, particularly egg yolk, sardines. Oh, I love my, you know, I just started eating sardines on my pizza. Can you believe that? And you're probably thinking, oh, Rita, you're having pizza. That's a high carbohydrate um, food while it's actually made out of um, non-gluten dairy, uh, sorry, gluten-free um I actually have a few brands and I'm actually going to create a nice little recipe for it, but some are made out of cauliflower crust as well. Anyway, putting sardines, yummy on your pizza. And I just started eating it. Can you believe that? I just discovered this awesome uh, combination. Beef, there goes that skirt steak again. Now for my vegan friends, very, very recommended to be using nutritional yeast. Now, nutritional yeast is very high in B12. It's a plant source, um, plant-based source of B12. And you can really just add it anywhere. So I was adding it because I did try the vegan diet for a bit, but then I came off of it. So I was adding it everywhere in my soups, in my, I wasn't doing it in my shakes, but I was adding it um, mostly in my soups and just on my salads, just um, actually just sprinkling it on wherever I could. All right. So grass. Now here's the, the common allergen is dairy, but I try, I had to put it in because it was really high. Like the grass fed dairy products are, and, um, are organic are really high in B12. So like Swiss cheese is really high in B12. So just thought I'd throw that in there, but just keep an eye if you do have any, um, stomach issues or are any common allergens that's dairy is definitely one of them or, or intolerances as well dairy is definitely one of them all right vitamin c is sits on number 11 we have two more to go so vitamin c is a super popular water soluble anti-inflammatory vitamin required for the maintenance of skin blood vessels bones cartilage wound healing, and so much more. So one of the, it is one of the least stable vitamins. What does that mean when it's least stable? It means that it's easily destroyed by cooking and during storage. So it makes you wonder, hmm, that orange juice coming up from Florida to Canada. Yeah. How much vitamin C is really in there? But anyway, that's, um, I won't go off on my rant. So again, I love, you know, farm to table whole foods, right? One of the, um, sorry, so it's used up in the body within four hours. What does that mean? That you need to frequently supplement um, if you're supplementing and uh, that is recommended too. I, I usually supplement with vitamin C as well, but I do it one per meal, right? With, every, with, uh, with all my meals. So it aids in the metabolism, get this, of the amino acid tyrosine. And tyrosine is used to make dopamine. Vitamin C also aids in the metabolism of folate, right? And tryptophan. And tryptophan is a building block for serotonin. 
getting the connection here to mental health? I think so. It supports and stimulates adrenal function, right? So cortisol and epinephrine, and it improves iron absorption. So it's really important eating those iron rich foods with some sort of vitamin C because it then uh, vitamin C foods, because then it helps with the absorption and it reduces the side effects of certain drugs and heavy metal toxicity. So what are the top 10 high vitamin C whole foods? Guavas, kiwi fruit. I love kiwis, bell peppers, strawberries, and oranges. Now look where oranges are, right? So everyone thinks vitamin C, oh my God, oranges, but kiwi actually has more vitamin C than, than an orange. Um, all right, moving on. Number six, papaya. Please make sure it's organic because most papaya from the US is actually genetically modified. So it's GMO. So please make sure it's non-GMO organic papaya, broccoli, tomatoes, snow peas, and kale. All right. Number 12, zinc. So zinc is my second favorite essential mineral. Why? Because it too is um, a component of more than 300 enzymes, including digestive enzymes. So sorry. It's, um, so magnesium is part of this enzymatic process, but zinc is actually a component of these enzymes, including the digestive enzymes in the body. So zinc, zinc's role is actually twofold mental health. It aids in optimizing stomach acid, right? Because it helps with create these digestive enzymes so that you can actually break down the amino acid glutamate, which is required for GABA synthesis, right? Zinc also competes with copper for absorption. Why is this important? Because copper has the connection to drive excitatory stress hormones during times of panic. So zinc is another mood stabilizing mineral along with omega-3 and magnesium, and it promotes the expression of brain-derived neurotropic factor. So it's, it's known as BDNF, and that influences neuroplasticity. So the changing and the growing of, of our neurons in our brain, right? So it is depleted. Zinc is depleted with stress and anxiety due to demand also because it uses up um, zinc, right? When you're stressed and you're anxious and a deficiency is very common, very common. So it's often another mineral that I do recommend to supplement. Again, I'm going to sound like a broken record here. Make sure you get tested make sure you're working with a practitioner. Why? Because it can, and make sure you're not taking it on an empty stomach because it actually is a component of digestive enzymes can upset your stomach. If you have enough, that's an indication that you don't need to supplement, but I don't want you to be testing it that way because that's a painful way of testing it. However, I do, um, I do know of a test that is called the liquid zinc sulfate. So you, you can easily do with your nutritionist, with your naturopath, with your doctor, with your healthcare practitioner provider. They can do this test with you and you can actually test the amount of zinc in your body. So what are the top 10 high zinc whole foods? Number one, oysters. Again, oysters. They're also aphrodisiacs. So maybe you get two for one deal here. Grass-fed beef um, and lamb, chicken leg, hemp seeds come up again. That's I think twice. Lentils came up before as well. Oatmeal, that's nice because it has this calming effect, right? Pumpkin seeds came up again. Mushrooms, shiitake mushrooms, sesame seeds, and for the third time in a row, dark chocolate. Yay for dark chocolate. I love it. I have a piece of dark chocolate every day. It's about 85 to 85, I think. Yeah, I've tried the 100%. Yeah, 
That one is a little tough. So 85 to 90, it's got some sugar, which I'm not quite happy about, but there's some brands that are purely just um, cacao. And so, yes, so it, it actually, I think we checked it off the list three or four times with these nutrients. So I think it's three, but we'll, 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 we'll keep four. So um, thank you so much, uh, ladies. What I'm going to do is actually create an infograph for this. Keep an eye out for the infograph, but also a shopping list for you guys so that you could actually just go to the store, make sure you have all these. And then what I'm going to also do for you is put together some recipes and you can check my website for those so that these these recipes, you know, are for calming your, your mind and reducing the anxiety and the stress and depression and optimal for brain health and boosting your mental health as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to me today. And I appreciate you so much. And I can't wait for the next episode. And I hope you got some awesome um, information from this particular episode. I, Like I said, I did not want to just give you the nutrients. I gave you not only the top nutrients that were thoroughly studied um, in this research, but also the foods that contain them, the top 10 whole foods. So thank you again for your time and sharing this space with me. And I will see you soon. Ciao for now. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking part of your day and sharing it with me by listening to this amazing podcast episode. I would also like to thank our sponsors, St. Lucian Seamoss. Check them out and get some awesome Seamoss at www.stlucianseamoss.co. If you enjoyed this podcast and it was helpful, please share it with your loved ones or a friend and check out SavoyaSelfCare.com for more amazing wellness tips. Please also leave us a rating now on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot and send it to info at SavoyaSelfCare.com. We will reply with a gift as a grateful thank you. If you want to upgrade your healthy living and take it to the next level, be sure to join us next week. And remember, self-care is not selfish, it's self-love. Ciao for now.